Hello and welcome to the uplevelmind.com podcast. My name is Drasco and I'm your host for this Real Talk segment where each episode I bring on a heart-centered entrepreneur and live on the call coached him through one central question. Are my business problems actually me problems? In that, I help them uncover why despite knowing all of the business strategies and having done all of the business courses, they are unable to get past their current revenue plateau. Each guest leaves with a deeper understanding of what inner narratives and patterns they need to overcome to realize their next revenue milestone. Without further ado, here's today's guest. Today's guest is Diana Redalescu, who is a former fashion designer turned podcaster. She has released over 350 episodes, has over 300 five-star reviews, 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. And now her main focus uh, of her time is actually the head coach and the founding partner of the Female Podcast Network. So Diana, thank you very much for being on. How are you doing today? Good, Jasco. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for this. I'm uh, I'm always excited when people are excited because uh, usually there's some form of nervous. So I'm glad that that, that you're excited. Um, so yeah, I would love to just dive into why don't you kind of contextualize um, your journey to to get to here and the success that you've had, um, and then we can dive into more of the coaching bit. Sure. Well, I think podcasting is still kind of in its infantry infantry stage. Yeah, did I say that correctly, of growing and evolving. And I too have grown and evolved throughout this journey. So I started my podcast in 2019. And when the pandemic hit, I solely focused on on growing it and recording episodes and just really learning as much as I could about the industry. And so during this whole journey, I've come to a point where I run my podcast as a business. You know, for anybody that's out there that's a podcaster, I do charge different levels of marketing options for my guests if they're interested in hitting on my social media, getting in my newsletter, and for me doing a press release for them. And then during the last year or so, about a year and a half ago, I stumbled upon an opportunity to partner with the Female Podcasters Network. So I'm a founding partner and the head coach for that network that um, solely um, focuses on supporting women in the podcasting space. So that's fun for me. Um, I get a little lost in my processes, so I'm excited to have this conversation with you to see how I can clear up you know, some of that uh, monkey brain or whatever, but it's been an incredible journey. And I absolutely love the community, like speaking with other hosts like yourself. It's been very supportive. The connections I've made are definitely becoming life lifelong connections. And I think that, um, you know, being a podcaster has definitely given me more purpose to my life. Beautiful. I love it. And especially given that it was something that was born in, you know, just on the cusp of like the pandemic and everything's like going to crap. And then here you are fully utilizing this, you know, bad circumstantial event into blossoming into something that, you know, like the results speak for themselves. Like you you can't argue with the numbers. They're very impressive. So you guys clearly do good work. So a kudos to that and b yeah like let's just dive right into it so like what are the top problems that you are facing right now so i experience overwhelm 
you know, I've always been a, a great multitasker, but in the last probably couple of months, maybe it's because all the different things I've going on in my personal life, but I've just experienced overwhelm where I get stuck. And it's like, okay, I know I have to do X, Y, Z, post, promote, do, you know, do all the different things, you know, that you would do for your, your podcast, your marketing, reaching out to people, getting, responding to emails. And I'm, I'm at a point where I'm just like, I get stuck. Because it's just like I have so much going on that I'm like, I, I don't even know where to start. So I just I, I just don't do anything. And, you know, I it's not always like that. I get past it usually, but it sets me back probably, I don't know, a couple of days to a week when I experience that, that kind of overwhelm, if that makes sense. 110% it does. Yeah. And I know, uh, you know, you mentioned some things off air with regards to like what's going on and like in your personal life outside of yeah. all of the responsibilities you have um, in your business. So yeah, 110%, that's understandable. So I guess the first thing that we reflect back to you is if you look at that overwhelm and define it as a hyper-focus on what's not getting done, what would land for you? And what's not getting done? Well, there's just so much, you know? So I have a responsibility to people that are on my show that pay for the upgraded packages that I have to promote them on my, all my social media. I got to create the newsletter, you know, and then I'm now I'm doing press releases in tandem with that because I am on a radio station uh, weekly. So it's like, I, you know, I know I have to do it, but I'm just like stuck of getting it done. And then I have the female podcasters network where I have to create the graphics. I have to create the events for the next couple months. And I have to make sure that I'm trying to drum up some kind of business to support the network itself. So like a, a new client to coach or a new, uh, someone who's interested in getting, you know, starting their own podcast because we are a full production house as well. So there, I mean, I'm the only person that's doing all these things across the board. And so, and then I have, you know, stuff responsibilities in my personal life. And so I think that because I just recently moved and everything is still so chaotic around me, it's really hard for me to focus in on those things that I have to do. Right. And I guess let me repeat that a different way, right? Because if you rewind okay. that, so basically the prompt was if overwhelm was just a hyper focus on what's not getting done, the immediate place your brain went to was give me a list of all of the things that aren't getting done. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So do you see that like right now your brain's default is constantly keeping a tally of everything that's not being complete? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what do you take away from that reflection? I'm creating the overall myself instead of just getting, take doing one thing at a time and getting it done. Okay. So great observation, right? That there's like mm -hmm. the self aspect of overwhelm. There's a circumstantial one, which is, yeah, you're always going to have a growing to-do list. Yeah. But the feeling of overwhelm is very much where you are looking, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. what you started the conversation with is saying, well, okay, eventually like I get all the things done and things are still moving forward. Yeah, <laughs> eventually. Right? <laughs> eventually, right? So it's like how much leakages are you creating mentally by just getting stuck in the freeze response of like, oh my God, look at all the pile of things that aren't getting done and ignoring the things that are. Hmm. Yeah, there's probably quite a bit of leak leakage. I would agree. Yeah. Okay. So why do you think it's so hard for you to anchor into what is getting done? 
you know, I am, I am such, um, typically normally before all these different things, life changes have happened. I'm very organized, very systematic, stable person. And since moving, you know, it's really thrown my, my like routine off. And so I, I personally know it from just, I know that if things are in disarray around me, it's hard for me to really focus in on the things that I need to get done. And so I feel like there's just so much for me to do to get my new life in order that it's hard for me to like really, you know, ignore that and say, okay, I'm going to do an hour a day and, and just focus in on my to-do list. And so I think that it's just what my outside the, the things that are going on around me is really affecting me from from uh, getting back into my usual routine because I'm I'm a type A person. Type A, get it done, boom, boom, boom. I have a list, I ch- check it off. You know, I get so much, I feel so much satisfaction from checking off the list, you know, but I'm like, I see the list and I'm like, oh my God, but I got to unpack the boxes for the kitchen and I got to organize this bathroom, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, I can't, you know, I'm like all over the place and I'm not used to that. And so it's, it's just been, um, you know, I'm slowly but surely getting there and I, I'm just got to find a way to, to manage that a little bit better. So it's not interfering with my responsibilities as, as a business owner. A hundred percent. Right. And any yeah. type A person is going to like, really, like, this is why people hire you to do the things that you do. Cause you're really good at making sure everything gets done. So what I would invite you to consider here is like you said, okay, so I'm a type A person. Like I get things done. I get a lot of satisfaction from checking things off. That's part of my strength. You know, this is this is me. That's great. And as soon as you begin to focus in on the things that aren't getting done, yeah. that's now not just overwhelming as far as the tasks in front of you, but it's actually a threat to your identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So what what comes up for you there? You know, at this part, yes, it's a threat to my identity, but I'm also trying to be a little bit more laid back and how I approach life and not be so astringent on needing things in order. So I'm trying to find this balance where it's okay to for have to have some of this around me that's now in order 100% but still try to come back to to be grounded and to be able to focus in on the things that I need to do because I don't want to be this like hard-nosed person like oh you know the things get out of order and I'm you know th- that's okay it's okay to let it get out of order and so I think I'm in this in this in-between phase where I'm trying to find balance there where it's okay for things to be a little bit out of balance but you know you can also be able to focus on other things while that's going on around you. 100%. And when you dive into that piece, right? So I want to have more balance. I don't want to be this, you know, hard-nosed person. I know you understand that intellectually and I can see your desire for wanting to go there. But do you actually feel like you're that person? No. <laughs> Okay. So no. there's an emotional disconnect between what you know intellectually. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So why do you think it's so hard to embody being more balanced or however you want to call it? I think it's a control thing. And actually that just like clicked for me. I think it's like having that control of having things going on around you and making sure that's in order and, and releasing that control and not, not 
my identity being alignment with that is is kind of that's it's a little it's a little hard. And what feels unsafe about letting go of control? Ooh, man. Well, if you knew my background, you'd understand that that's like a huge thing for me of feeling, you know, unsafe. So um, I think a, a lot of things like, you know, everything that I've built be ripped away from me like it has before, you know, um, if I don't have control, like, I, I mean, I don't know, that's a pretty deep question. I could get really deep into that. And I think we're not here for this. So <laughs> maybe, maybe we just like answer, keep it there. <laughs> Yeah, so absolutely. And I just want to acknowledge you for allowing yourself to actually go there. And and one of the things I want to stress is like, fundamentally, especially in this kind of container where it's, it's a podcast, like you're the captain of this ship, meaning I'm yeah. only ever going to go as far as you want to go and as deep as you want to go. And the only reason that I asked you that question is because when high achievers come to me with overwhelm, 99% mm -hmm. of the time, control is something that isn't just like a mental, oh, like I just like to be in control. It is both the safety blanket that got them through very rough times in their life, very tumultuous times in their life, and simultaneously ended up becoming a gift that allowed them to excel and gain their traction of being a high achiever. Yeah. And usually by the time they come to me and this comes out as an issue is when that gift becomes a distortion. You, you end up at a point in your business and life where it's just physically impossible for you to do everything, but the wounding of like that created the control pattern to begin with is one that doesn't feel safe to let that go. So you're stuck in what you said yourself, this limbo state where I don't feel safe letting go of control, yet the thing that I need to do is let go of control. So yeah. I know I threw a lot your way. What what No, was. no that was good. That because uh, I didn't even realize that was what it was, but whew, that was like a light bulb that went off and then it like really like triggered. <laughs> <laughs> like a domino effect inside. And I would start crying. So no, that was pretty good. No, that was that was good. Beautiful. And again, I, I appreciate and acknowledge you for the, the vulnerability. Because again, right, control is aligned with strength. That's aligned with type A. What's yeah. the worst place you can go to? Well, somebody who falls apart and now loses control, right? So I just want to acknowledge you for, you know, allowing yourself to go to the edge that, that you just went to. So thank you. Great job for that. Perfect. Okay. Um, so yeah, we don't have to dive into uh, any origins of that, that that's totally fine. So when you rewind the conversation with mm -hmm. this light bulb moment, what, what is standing out for you? So I'm in a, so I'm getting married and I'm on, in a relationship where I've never felt so happy and so safe and so i've completely you know, turned my life over to him and i think you know trying to release some of that control i've had over my life for the last seven years is what's creating some of these conflicting feelings because i was married before my husband passed away my life went into shambles like i lost everything that we had built and you're talking I'm, I'm talking like multi-million dollar businesses like lost it all 
And, you know, I'm in a, in a place again where I'm getting married again to a wonderful man, even better than the first one. And I think like realizing that this, you know, having to release some control is creating some of this imbalance. And so um, that's uh, pretty bizarre <laughs> that I didn't figure that out on my own and that it's creating such a, a disconnect inside of, inside of me. So, yeah, that's what uh, that's what I see. Beautiful. And yeah, I mean, just give yourself some grace because it's it's very hard to see the building when you're standing on the balcony, right? This is why it pays to have that outside perspective that doesn't have the emotional baggage of your situation. Just look and be like, hey, did you consider this, right? So I just say that to normalize the experience because you're in the thick of overwhelm. It's very hard to take a step back mentally and look at the whole situation. So if you were to now take this pattern, right, that's rooted in control is leading to overwhelm, is leading to freeze and stuckness, right, is leading to the sense of disorganization. If you zoom out from those, let's just say leadership patterns, how is this a problem inside of your business? Well, it's a problem because I'm not getting everything done every day that I want to get done because I'm I'm feeling stuck. And I'm not able to get past some of those feelings. Not it's not every day, but you know, there's like maybe the first Monday or Tuesday of the of the beginning of the week where I'm just like ah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you know, it's just really I'm not used to that. I'm used to like just getting things done and not having to second guess it. But you know, because of all these outside things that are going on, it's just like I'm I'm not able to check off the list as quickly as I'd like to. Perfect. So. That absolutely makes sense on like the 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 first, let's just say, level of consequence of this, right? So like, mm -hmm. yes, this is my internal experience. It ripples into my to-do list and what I'm able to get done. Take it one step further. How does that ripple into a problem in the business, right? Is it stagnating the growth? Is yes. it like what 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 is it in your words? In oh, terms? absolutely, it's stagnating the growth. It's it's preventing from us to take on more clients, to get to the next level, to get you know new shows to produce. So it's definitely preventing me from growing the business even further. So I mean, it's been like growing baby steps. Um, in the last couple of months, I was like on a roll, but now because I've moved and all this other stuff, it's like, I'm not as aggressive as I was before getting new clients and, you know, growing it, it like I was before. So yeah, it's definitely rippling into the business aspect for sure. Got it. So it's like in this instance, like you and these control issues are the bottleneck to the growth of yes. the business right now. Yes. Okay. Got it. And I'm assuming you also have a team. Is, is that correct? No, I, I do it all myself. Okay, yeah. perfect. So in that case, right, because that's a very clear consequence of the control, right? How is that a problem in your business and life? Um, well, that all falls on me. And so, you know, I'd like to get to a point where I can have a team that can do some of these administrative tasks, but unless I get to the next level to, you know, cover all the expenses and and, and take on an assistant, you know, that's preventing me from getting to the next level where I want to get to. Okay. So now it's like the chicken before the egg problem. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Like I, because I can't let go of control, end up having to do it all. That stagnates the growth of the business. Then I don't have the resources to actually hire. 
and now I'm in this hamster wheel of overwhelm. Yes. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So what what's landing for you there? I need to get out of the state of overwhelm and just like get things like, you know, um, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I think that's just, I need to stop being so focused on that and just step forward and get things done and, you know, and just trust that everything will be all right. <laughs> okay. And how's that been working for you? Well, I think the trust part is, has not been there. So I'm, working a lot on you know and I don't know if you believe in this but a lot on affirmations just to like kind of become more at peace with my this new phase of my life and and building that trust of knowing that things are going to be okay and you know the disorganization around me will get organized and you know just kind of finding that balance and so I've been working on that because I acknowledge that it's an issue right and I that's the first place that I I believe that will help is just kind of affirming that, you know, everything's gonna be okay, you know, balance, goodness, happiness, success, abundance, all those things. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm finding that tr the trust, the trust piece to be coming in a little bit stronger. Perfect. And to what degree has that been getting you the result that you want? Um, Pretty good. Pretty good. I think that that is a work in process always or progress or whatever you want to use. And, you know, I've been pretty diligent the last week, you know, doing those affirmations and it's getting me to a lot stronger of, of, of a place with trust and, you know, not feeling so overwhelmed. Got it. So would it be safe to say that it's helping relieve some of the negativity that you're experiencing internally, but it's not really yielding like the the result as far as you know, I'm not the bottleneck in my business. I'm not the one that's stagnating everything. I'm letting go of control, all of those other things. Well, I didn't realize that control was the issue until today. So that was an aha moment for me that you, when you said that. And so, or when we, you brought me to that. And so, you know, now that's something that I'm going to need to, to really kind of acknowledge and focus on moving forward, you know, cause that is really an issue and I didn't realize it was. Perfect. So I guess to just kind of add to that question, then do you think you can eliminate control issues with affirmations? Yes. Okay. So how so? Mm. That's a good question. Um, I mean, I've always believed that control is an illusion, right? I don't believe in controlling others. I don't, you know, cause I, I've been in a controlling relationship, so I don't, that's not the kind of control that, is holding me back. The kind of control that's holding me back is wanting to control everything around me and wanting it to be exactly so. And there's just so much to do that I can't get it done. And it, that's like freaking me out, which is bringing me to overwhelm. And so I think that the more I calm down and just be present in the moment and not have all these thoughts going around outside of me and in my head that it will allow me to release that control that's like stumping me and, and putting in that state of overwhelm. So it's like, you know, I, I see it. It's like, duh, 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 duh. you know, when I came, when I came to that, I like realization that I'm wanting to control everything. And that's, what's causing these issues that, yeah. I mean, I, I think that for me doing the affirmations or the positive, you know, reading positive words of whatever is a good way for me to relax and kind of let some of that go. 
Perfect. So let's extrapolate that further, right? So let's just say tomorrow, next month, whatever. You 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 continue doing this. Yeah. And you now feel better. What's changed for you circumstantially if all you do is feel better? Well, you're able to focus more, right? So the state overall prevents you from focusing on in on what you're getting needing to get done. And so that's what's causing me my issues and causing my bottleneck is that I I'm so overwhelmed. I can't focus. And so being more calm allows me to get to a state of focus where I can get those things done. It doesn't create that feeling of overwhelm. So for me, that's what would work for me, you know, cause I like to be in that state of calm, but when I'm having all these crazy thoughts going on and like, you know, when I answer you the question with the list of what's not getting done, that's what's going on in my head, like on a daily basis. So if I can, calm that down and just do it's gonna definitely make a huge difference for me got it so that's very much dependent on you continuously managing these states right like they come up i gotta do more affirmations uh something else happens i'm in a state overwhelm again i gotta calm myself down right it's it's a constant state of putting out fires with techniques such as reframing, refocusing, affirmations, et cetera. So number one, does that land for you? Um, I think that you can discipline yourself to a point where those thoughts don't come up. You know, I mean, just as I've grown over the course of my lifetime and there's things that I battled in my twenties that I don't battle now in my forties. And it's because I've disciplined myself to not allow those negative thoughts or that any of that negativity like prevent me from moving forward so no i i just i don't think it's a constant putting out fires i think it's a way to train your your mind to not react to certain things the way that it's reacting to it because i've never felt this before i've never felt like this state of overwhelm i it's now at this point in my life where i'm like holy shit what i don't know if i'm just trying to release the, the control that i once had and like my life is completely different you know i don't know what it is but it's something I've never experienced before. And so for me, I'm just using techniques that I've used in the past that have gotten me through it and has allowed me to discipline myself to not put out the fires constantly and just to get to raise to a different level, vibrate to a different level, or just discipline my burnt my mind to not go there. Beautiful. And what would it look like if it was easy? Oh, it was easy. I mean, everybody would do it, but... Uh, if it was easy, um, like today, like in general, so you, you're basically describing an overall strategy for dealing with this, right? I'm going to say more affirmations. Now that I know it's about control, I'm going to make sure that my affirmations are around that. When I feel these thoughts, I'm going to refocus when I get overwhelmed, right? I'm going to try and calming myself down. Like it's, it's very if this, then that, right? And yeah. that's kind of what I meant by putting out fires, right? Because you're going to have ups and downs of these things, especially as you grow, especially as you do more, like you're never going to run out of things to do. Right. So tactically, the strategy is like, I'm going to deal with it as it comes. I'm going to discipline discipline myself throughout. That's fine, right? You, you've mm-hmm. had some success with that. It's a very push, push, push kind of approach. So my question too is, okay, well, what if, it was easy. Like, well, what does the opposite of that look like? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. What is that? I don't know what that would look like. Cause I feel like anything worth 
learning or worth valuing doesn't come easy. At least that's my experience in life. And so okay, perfect. If so I, if you just pause right there. Yeah. So the lens through which you view most of the problems that come to you is nothing worth doing can ever be easy. Hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. by default, everything you do has to be hard. Being a type A person has to be hard. Getting things done has to be hard. Affirmations, which at the core of it is to reprogram yourself so that things flow to you more easily. Yeah. That has to be done with discipline, with hardship, i.e. with more control. And when I try and think of the opposite, my imagination stops. Like I don't even know what ease could actually look like. Hmm. And if you look at all of your results... They're perfectly reflective of that. Everything that's going on in your life because you're trying to control it all is perfectly hard because nothing comes easy. Hmm. Ooh, that's pretty heavy. Okay. So what, what's landing for you when I reflect that back? Um, no, it's, it's, I mean, I can't, I can't disagree with it. Okay. And what's like the, the, the feeling that you feel? Makes me want to cry. Okay. And again, I just want to remind you, like all of you is welcome. If if the tears no. need to come, then they need to I, come. You wouldn't be the first one for that. If not, yeah. all good, right? Yeah. So I think this is where your healing can actually begin. Mm -hmm. And if, and well, you tell me, like, if you're okay with it, great. If not, also great. But if it could be easy, who would you be? Who would I be? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I've always felt that I've always been who I am. And I, I guess not, who would I be? I guess it would not be someone that's held on to so much trauma in my past, held on to the abuse, held on to that limiting belief of it has to be hard. You know, because I never, you know, it's just my life has been a life of struggle. It, it's never been easy. And so, but I've always powered through. I've always succeeded. And um, so I don't know what that looks like. Beautiful. So again, I applaud you for going there, right? Because I can see the emotion is, is welling up inside, mm -hmm. right? Because this is going beyond identity. This is going beyond like, or rather into a space that you pushed aside for mm -hmm. so long because your circumstances have been so hard, mm -hmm. right? It's like if I'm carrying a boulder on my shoulders my whole life, yeah, there's going to be sadness when one day somebody asks me, well, what if you just didn't need to carry it? Yeah. Right? And that's exactly where your mind went to. It's initially... You were talking about, you know, discipline and like, I'm going to say more affirmations. I'm going to do them better. But that's like carrying the boulder on your shoulders and being like, no, no, but let me just, I got to think positively harder. Hmm. Right. Meanwhile, yeah. all, and you said it yourself, if I let go of my trauma, if I heal the parts of me that were wounded because of it, then now manifest as control. That's like letting go of the boulder. Yeah. Okay. So what lands for you there? How do I get rid of this damn boulder? 
<laughs> well, again, we, we can certainly dive into that and what that would look like through the Up Level Mind program. But really, what I just want to highlight to you now is that's the possibility in front of you. Yeah. This is really asking, like, if you let go of the boulder of your past, like, what would you create out of ease and wholeness? I mean, more success, I guess, you know, a different level of success, a different level of peace, you know, not feeling that you need to control. And, um, you know, I mean, I guess that's, that's really all that comes to me. Okay. Are you okay if we dive deeper into that? Sure. Okay. So tell me more specifically what that looks like, like different level of success, different level of peace, like who would you be? What would you do differently? What would that actually look like for you? So, I mean, you nailed it on the head where, you know, I've always had to struggle. Like, nothing easy has, nothing hard, nothing good has come easy for me. It's always been a struggle my whole entire life. I actually just had a a, a session with an intuitive and because ar around this, because I'm just like, I'm just tired of things being so hard. Like I'm not... I'm smart. I'm a hard worker. You know, I have all these great things. I've got all this, this experience and all these things, but I'm just so tired of everything always being so hard. And it's like, I'm, I'm successful financially, but I'm always struggle with, struggling with finances and I don't get it. I'm like, well, why does it disappear into thin air? air? So it's just, there's a certain things that I, I'm, I'm tired of dealing with. And so because of that, that I've worked so hard, I feel like I'm on this treadmill, always running, 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 and never really getting to my destination, that there is not like that sense of peace inside of me. I'm peace. I'm a peaceful person, but this struggle to get to this level of success that seems unattainable for me is not allowing me to feel that peace that I would like. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Because I am peaceful, but I'm not feeling that peace that I would like trying to achieve my success. Yeah, you're an inner, like you're a peaceful person as far as how you come across and what you yes. want and how you present in the world. That's abundantly obvious. Yeah. But the inner peace is missing. There, There's zero stability in there. Yeah. Everything's always chaotic. I, everything's always hard. So 110%, that makes sense. And if you take a look at, this conversation today and this other core belief of everything has to be hard. How do you think that relates to your feast and famine finances? Well, obviously it's an alignment. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Right. That's the lens through which you view the world. Yeah. So of course, when a lot of money comes in, you're going to find subconscious ways to self-sabotage that and get rid of it. Why? Well, because if I just kept it, it would be easy. Yeah. Hmm. Right. So you see how now, right, you have two major core woundings that ripple into everything. Yeah. Everything has to be hard and I have to maintain control. Yeah. Perfect. So I know we can dive a lot deeper into this and I don't want to make this, you know, something heavy for the sake of making it heavy. Um, mm -hmm. as far as like mapping this out, like, does this feel complete for you or just still something left outstanding? 
No, I mean, it, this is something that I've, you know, that has come to the surface here recently that I'm, I'm trying to navigate my way through. And so that like what you're talking about, something that I've, I've, that I'm trying to figure out how to not be in that, that spot anymore, more in that space. So, um, no, you're like a hundred percent on everything. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> That, that that's what I do and yeah usually when by the time people come to see me it's when things are boiling over so I'm not surprised that you know this drew you to to this point so kudos to you for being ready to to dive into this and at least today opening up the crack on like what's possible mm -hmm. if things were easy and I let go of the boulder so I, I commend you for that I know it's not easy um and it's certainly not for everybody because a lot of people get invited to be on the show. Very few people actually say yes. So just wanted to oh, wow. you for that. Okay. Thank you. Um, yeah. So in that case, if you want to just summarize then in your own words, what did you come into this experience, uh, you know, wanting to explore or thinking was your problem? And then what were your realizations at the end of it? Well, I had no expectations coming in. I listened to a couple of your episodes and I was just, you know, I'm like, oh, this is neat. I like how he's, you know, guiding them through things. And um, I thought we were going to focus more on the business side of things, not so much what's going on in, internally, which, you know, realizing that I'm having an issue. I, I've always known I like to have control around things, uh, on control with things around me, but not to the point where it's interfering with my um, productivity. And so that was naha for me and bringing to you know talking about how i'm you know i'm always in this feast and famine mode and not you know carrying that boulder this is something that has recently been like um recently something that i've wanted to deal with and try to move forward from and so i, I think that there's a lot of trauma there that i'm gonna have to really work on to get past it and so you know i'm surprised that this conversation went in that direction <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Surprise. an open book, you know. I mean, if, if I, you know, I feel like if we're going to be in the space, you're going to be talking about your life, and you have a responsibility to be as completely open and vulnerable as possible, so that if somebody's listening, that perhaps it can give them the the courage or you know the curiosity to reach out to you to work with you, you know, because that was awesome what you did. You're very welcome, and I know I've said it before, but yeah, I commend you for showing up in that way because it's not for everybody so uh, it's it's not a small feat to go there so thank you very much for that and uh yeah if you want to just close us off and let everybody know where to find you who's the best person to find you floor is yours for that uh well i'm deanna radalescu of label free podcast and as uh drasco said the head coach and founding partner of the female podcasters network so i'm all things podcasting i'm everywhere google search me instagram label free podcast facebook linkedin all the places I'm there, reach out to me. Um, I'm about empowering and enlightening and hopefully inspiring people to live a life free of labels. And obviously I need to get rid of that boulder to be label free myself. So we're going to work on that. <laughs> Beautiful. Love it. Uh, yeah. We'll include all that in the show notes. Uh, Deanna, thank you very much for coming on and for everybody else listening. We'll see you on the next one.